Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. I'm Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from Structure in San Francisco, and I'm delighted to have David Clark, Senior Vice President of Technology Development at Workday with us. Welcome. Hi, Allison. Thanks. Good to be here. Why don't we just start with an introduction of Workday and what your organization is chartered with within the company? Sure thing. So Workday, we deliver HR and financial systems in the cloud, mostly to medium and large-sized corporations. So we have about 1,000 customers at the moment, of whom 80% are live and in production using our services. My role in the company is to deliver the technology platform. I manage the technology development group, and that includes all of our data center infrastructure activities as well. Workday has been an interesting story in terms of cloud. And, you know, Diane Bryant was out earlier today talking about trends in cloud computing and how services have started mostly in the consumer space but are growing to be more enterprise-focused. You guys are way ahead of that trend. Well, thank you. It's good of you to say so. I think there was a general expectation that companies and enterprises would be slow to adopt cloud-based technology, particularly for critical business processes like HR and finance especially. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the incumbents in the market assumed that that was going to be a very, very long process. And obviously Workday was founded on the premise that that was not the case, that the cloud was a secular transformation in the way that we are going to build and deploy applications. You know, Salesforce had blazed the trail here, obviously, in CRM, and we saw a huge opportunity to do the same in business systems that were closer to the core of the enterprise. And that was the founding belief for Workday, and that's panned out very well because we've seen that enterprises have been willing, generally, to adopt cloud technology at a very rapid rate. Now, I heard that you guys just crossed the 1,000 customer milestone. It's a huge deal. Yes, it is. And um, the numbers are funny because obviously here at the Structure Conference, it's difficult to look credible on stage when you use numbers that aren't measured in billions. But um, these enterprises who use our software are very big. They typically have thousands, tens of thousands, in some cases, hundreds of thousands of employees. So that can actually add up to a very significant transaction load. And Workday's production services are running many billions of transactions per month in our data centers. So depending on how you count a transaction, we're actually running at a pretty reasonable fraction of the scale of something like a Twitter. And, you know, it's been one of our technical principles as we've grown to try and look at and learn from the approaches and the techniques that the consumer companies have used in order to help inform the way we think about product development and product delivery. Now, when you think about that customer base, obviously companies have a different expectation around SLAs and uptime than me on Twitter. You know, if tweets don't load for a minute, I'm not going to lose my mind. I can imagine that some of your customers would. Yes. Um, we would say, obviously, that we're running financial transactions. We're helping close financial books for public companies like Netflix. We're running payrolls for many companies. So obviously, it's important that those transactions happen, happen correctly and happen in good time. As you say, if you don't know what Kim Kardashian is doing right at this moment, maybe that's a minor disappointment, but probably not. Oh, it's a major disappointment. It's a major disappointment. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we we spend a lot of time. And I think what's interesting, though, is the crossover between these areas, because obviously the people we deal with in large corporations are also individual consumers. So they have a certain expectation of availability and latency and performance for these consumer-oriented systems. And they often translate them then into similar expectations for business systems like we provide. I think that keeps us honest. And I think it's appropriate they should have those high expectations and a lot of our internal engineering and availability objectives, again, are informed not by what you would expect from your 20-year-old ERP system, 
system that was unavailable a week a month and two months a year, but is instead informed by your access to Google and to Twitter and to Facebook, which is pretty much ubiquitous. I remember back in the day when we wanted to run these types of reports, we would have to go talk to the person that would then program it in, and then they would tell us a day that the data would come back for us. Yeah, you had these absurd, that's that's a very good example. Um, you had equally absurd situations like as companies were approaching financial closes, end of quarter, end of month, end of week even, they would have change freezes where nothing could be done on the system. And you would have this absurd situation where you would look at a calendar of when you could make changes and you would be left with like a handful of days in the year. So essentially, the constraints of the old systems were very much restricting what people could do and people were having to artificially crimp their business processes just to work around the shortcomings in these on-premise systems. So tell me a little bit about how you've architected your platform to deliver at this enterprise class capability and ensure that you've got the flexibility and agility to deal with a growing customer base. There are a couple of key properties in our system. One is that from the beginning we designed it to be metadata driven. So that enables us to make changes very quickly that apply to all of our customers. Uh, We have a very efficient way to introduce changes into the system which can be rolled out easily. The second thing that we emphasized from early on was the use of in-memory technology. Long before in-memory was such a huge thing, so eight, nine years ago when we built our system originally, we had a strong emphasis on using in-memory to ensure performance. As we've developed and grown as a company and as our workloads have grown, we've invested very heavily in scaling that in-memory technology and that means we can serve transactions very quickly and it means that we can support larger and larger workloads. Our biggest customers now are companies like HP, companies like Bank of America who have hundreds of thousands of employees and Mm -hmm. tens of millions of daily transactions running on our service. So I don't want to put you on the spot, but since you brought up in-memory technology, what do you think about the coming 3D Crosspoint technology from Intel? So we're very interested in that because, as I mentioned, Workday has always had an emphasis on in-memory technology. So we have been at the cutting edge of using large memory spaces, using large heaps, and doing that efficiently to serve our customers. So we believe strongly in utilization, obviously in our data centers, but equally maybe more strongly in performance and availability for our customers. And we achieve that often by using a lot of memory and using it Mm -hmm. smartly. So we're very excited about the next generation of processors, um, obviously including from Intel, which is going to enable us to have access to larger memory spaces that we can use to scale up and provide better service. I know that you guys are big players and being one of the lead adopters of OpenStack, can you tell me about why you selected OpenStack as a place to focus and what that journey has been like? Yes, certainly. So obviously, originally we were principally deployed on bare metal in our data centers, but as you grow and as you scale, you focus on a number of things that you want to improve in how you do your operations. One is clearly around automation, another is around resilience, and a third is around utilization and availability. And we placed a bet early on OpenStack with the belief that that was the right open source community technology with the right core principles and the right ecosystem to enable us to make a confident bet on the platform Mm -hmm. we knew would persist into the long term. So we've been progressively rolling OpenStack into our service architecture. Um, We're going through a data center generational evolution now in the physical data centers. Mm -hmm. And in concert with that, we're rolling services out onto a virtualized OpenStack-based platform. And as we were discussing earlier, these journeys are never easy. And I think we've been at the cutting edge of OpenStack in some cases. And we've certainly had to work a lot with our vendors and with our partners to make sure that the use cases and the kinds of stresses that we're putting on the core processing systems, the provisioning systems, the software-defined networking systems, to make sure they all work and do what we need to do. This is a fundamental direction. And we want to be able to control and influence the virtualization and the operating technology in our data centers. And for us, OpenStack is the obvious choice there. If you wanted to send a message out to the industry about what technology 
technologies you'd like to see emerge over the next, you know, 18 to 24 months to solve the next challenges for Workday? What would they be? There's been a lot of talk here at the Structure Conference about containerization. So I think bulletproofing containerization and consolidating and clarifying the relationships between containers, OpenStack, and some of the other container cluster managers like Kubernetes, like Mesos, is going to be very interesting over the next year or two. Well, David, we'd love to have you come back on the program at some point and share where you're at within this journey. It is a multi-year process, and we can all learn from what Workday is doing in this space to get a little bit better. If folks have been piqued in terms of their interest on Workday, where would you send them for more information? They should certainly come look at the Workday website. We've been investing lately to try to have a lot more technical content there to describe in more detail what we're doing, because users and consumers and even potential employees are certainly aware of what Google and Facebook are doing with new technology. And we're trying to say more clearly how much companies like Workday are doing new technology as well. So we have a lot of opportunity to engage and participate in the dialogue around these technologies with us via our website. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the program today. Thanks, Allison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.